0: Welcome to the Seahawks Man-to-Man Podcast. My name is Michael Sean Dugar. I'm here with my co-host Christopher Kidd. Make sure you follow us both up on the tweet machine. I am verified, so you already know what the handle is. Chris, talk to the people, please. What is up, everybody? It's your boy, Christopher Kidd. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at CKIDD206. And that's CKid206. We're going to get you verified, man. It's taking a little longer than I expected, but we're going to get you there. We've got the KJR connection now. We, 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 we're doing the show now. Uh, oh, we've been doing the show, but we're going gonna, gonna, gonna to get you there. I'm going I'm to make some calls. To be honest, it might take for me to be affiliated with The Athletic. That's what it might take. If that's what it takes, I'll make you a call, know. too. I know you people never know. who know people, so we, we, we may be in good, in good shape there. Uh, we're coming to you guys straight after rookie minicamp, uh, one of the events that I do like attending at Seahawks camp or at Seahawks uh, season stuff. Although it does not include food, and anyone who listens to the show knows I'm big on uh, I'm big on the free food. That's my favorite flavor. Wait till the regular season comes. Mike's gonna be giving hot takes no, about No, Training food. camp they have food, but the regular season is when Mike is yo that fries whatever they had. Oh yeah, that's when I travel. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Food Mike really goes in. I forgot to do a thing where I like break down the food on the road from last year. Maybe I can still do it.
1: Someone yeah, time. S-
0: someone just has. To, I'm not gonna do it now because I I have to really be thinking about it. Uh, but yeah, I'll I'll do that eventually. Uh, here's here's something I, I mentioned to Chris before we linked up to do the show today. I'm really scared of rookie minicamp. Not like I'm scared to go or scared to watch or scared to write about it or whatever. But like the last two seasons, I got burned. <laughs> I got burned, man. I really oh, did. Like I man. fell in love with dude who was. Re- Running with no pads and, you know, uh, no no contact. And I thought they'd be good. I either wrote that they were going to be good or said how much I liked them on the radio or on the show here. And then they just let me down. I think in 2017, I'd have to go back and double check. I'm pretty sure I really liked Amara Darbo. I'm pretty sure that's who I liked. I can't remember the full class. Oh, you know what? I also liked Shaq that year. We both did. So maybe that makes up for it. It does because we said exactly what he would do when he set out and did it. Yeah, he was good. He was really he was good that uh, rookie year. And then I think 2018 I liked – who did I like out of that class? Who's in that class? He wasn't in this class. He was a uh... – Oh, you know what? I liked Shaquem. Everyone uh, loves like, Shaquem. Exactly. I got caught up in the hype train. <laughs> I got caught in the hype train. And then by week two, my man was on the bench. We uh, saw that happening, though. It was. I didn't see him getting benched that fast. It was bound to happen just with – Everything that was going on with the team, I thought it was going to happen. You thought he was going to get benched? Yeah. What? I, his play wasn't as explosive as the story about him, if that makes sense. Everything around him was amazing. Oh, it's a great story. Even He's in the preseason, though, no, he was good. Yeah, but then when them ones and twos started getting after him, it, it showed. I mean, he was I, – I didn't think he'd get benched. Because Pete Carroll loves to play rookies, even if you're not that good. He, like, he likes to invest in you early. And then like, he tried. He so definitely did it, that. And then he gave up real quick, though. So I didn't see. Well, that. Well, you got to win games, Mike. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> true. They did. They did. They did lose preseason. Those games. It kind of don't matter if you're showing phase in the preseason. You're kicking butt, and it's still not. No, but I mean, even in the regular season, it's like let's say you have a, a struggle, to just week one through four. People leave you in there, knowing that by week ten, you're a vet basically. So the fact that he did not do that with Shakim that did catch me up because he kept Rashiem out there, even though Rashiem ended up getting hurt. He kept Trey Flowers out there. Um I you got to look who's behind him. Um Well, they didn't have anybody behind Shaquem either. That was the other thing. It was like we got nothing. We're so thin at then that time. Then they spot went and, and we got Calitro, went. and that kind of that helped out a little bit. But then they benched him too. Like <laughs> you know, then they signed Michael Kendrick, <laughs> right? And then he got suspended. Like it was all over the place. Basically, I was I was I was caught off guard by that. It, it was it was very surprising to see how high on them, how high they were on Shaquem, and then him just tail off. Although last year I did really like Chris Carson. Yeah. And you then, were yeah, and then he showed out. So I'm like I'm like I'm like fifty fifty. It's tough year. to do this though. So. It's tough to gauge on a player running around with a helmet and no pads, and no one's guarding him, and they're not blocking anybody. But I mean, it's it's your first glance at rookies, but at the same time, this glance is a small sample size. Well, it's all everyone was talking because it's all we got. It is like the three days of DJ Ma- do excuse me DK Metcalf I just got. Is more than anyone else has. Yeah. Right. So is it I get it. I get it. With that said though, I'm very afraid of getting caught in the DK Metcalf hype train. But I think people would understand. The now train that you ex- chugging, man. Now that you've explained it, everyone will realize, okay, it is very tough to gauge where a player will be come September, come August. Everything changes. Pads get put on, you're able to do certain things. The playbook expands. You have to process a, more information. Yeah. I mean this is this is step one, literally. And yep, yep. yep the yep. fact that they did, some of these players did well on step one. That's great. Continue that success as we head towards OTAs, as we head to training camp, as we get into preseason, and the next thing you know, week one, 2019. Like the DK Metcalf hype train is not as strong as the Shaquem Griffin hype hype train because that was real. Like that was real deal. Like how do, I I think what, Shaquem signed a Nike, I think, and uh, DK is with Under Armour. Uh, But, like, the, the hype was so real. I was like, these dudes are, like, damn near superstars already. Like, DK is pretty popular. Like I said, last, I think, couple shows ago, first viral tweet was about DK Metcalf. Like, that's how big of a None of my tweets about Shaqu- Shaquem ever did any of that. Like, it is pretty crazy how hard the hype train is. Like, we're, we're so sold. I seen people talking about, like, his legs the other day. Not even just how big he was. <laughs> it was calves. just, like, his calves. <laughs> Someone did, like, say DK Metcalf with, like, calf capitalized that was actually yep. kind of cool but it's like man we're we're all in on it like videos of of him just running like regular routes and cones are going yeah. viral man that's i'm scared to get caught up with that said dude does look good dude that's does that's look a plus good. it's good that you're out there you're out there seeing him live and he's doing the drills and he looks good you don't want to go out there and see him doing the drills and you're like oh this guy can't even run a route. this looks terrible But the fact that this is it looks good is a good sign. Now, it doesn't really say much what's going to happen come OTAs when cats are able to put hands on you, things of that nature. But ultimately, it's a positive sign. And all you're alluding to is, hey, he looks pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Can't sit up there and lie about how he looks if he's out there doing his job and catching passes, right? Well, yeah, and here's the other thing. I I see what people – you know what I need to do, actually, before I say that? I need to – what I'm going to do – as you got to keep me up on my toes on this too, I need to talk to other people who have covered superstars when they got there. Like I need to go see what it was like for people who covered like Antonio Brown's rookie camp, Calvin Johnson's rookie camp, Julio Jones's rookie camp, uh AJ Green, D-Hop. See, like see if it was similar. Cause I see, cause I want to know what it usually looks like. Do they jump off the page? Did they, were they slow? to to like be the star that's I'm I'm curious uh, on that I'm pretty sure maybe Antonio was because he if did I a can great go year. if I can go off top of my head I would say Antonio Brown was quiet right Julio he was, he was a late round pick too yep Julio was quiet really I would say so yep. I don't think a lot of these guys come in with a lot to say they just want to go out and prove it more than no anything. not like vocal I'm talking about like how did it look like and how even did Julio then look first day? I think he looked very, real quiet real mellow calm collective go out there do his part do his job. I think all those guys did Calvin too, and DK seems to be that same way, calm, collected, coming here to do his job, and that's it. But I mean, like, did they were they kicking butt? Is basically what I'm trying and to say. And probably like, how did it look? probably kicking butt, Mike. I'm gonna ask some of our people around at uh, the athletic. And maybe did, they weren't they looked. Maybe oh. they weren't. Maybe Antonio Brown sucked. <laughs> uh may, I doubt it. But yeah, <laughs> doubt I'm, it. But I'm maybe curious to see. Like, what did AJ Green's rookie camp look like? Because DK does look. Everything that you think about at first, it looked great. Big dude, yes, check that box. Dude is r- ridiculously big, like it's 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 unreal. Fast, check that box too. Like he's just, meow. you know, one thing I can pretty uh, evaluate pretty well: pads or no pads. Speed. Is speed. I'm pretty good at evaluating speed, right? Just from being around NFL hell we both ran track like i i know speed when yep. i see speed right i know slow when i see slow right so and i know big when i see big matter of fact not to jump away from dk but is there any deceptive speed out there on his part no 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 oh, I, see, I, I, God, I, that's no. why that's why i said not to jump oh. too far off subject with another player but are there any players that deceptively you're like ah, oh, okay he got a little speed uh, deceptively fast Ben Burkirvan has some deceptive speed mm-hmm. out there. You think you're gone. He just grab you by your collar and yeah, slam he's, you. He's, he's, he's deceptively fast. <laughs> nice. You okay. Know, he's faster than he looks. Real gym rat. Okay. Uh, ben Burkirvan uh, seems to be. That was really the only one. Oh, okay. Well, hey. Well, be, get back to DK now. There's not a lot of deceptive speed candidates in the receiver room right now, Uh-oh. if you know what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably a good thing, to be honest. It's I, all right. Yeah, it's, that's fine. That's how it should go. But you check those boxes, you, the feet... Yeah, I saw a few I, drills. I'm gonna check that box for now too, man. Cause like even, at least for a guy that big, cause you look at some of the other guys they have that big. They brought in some other receivers like Jazz Ferguson. Cat, I think it's like six. Aren't four. they saying they don't put him as a tight end? Cause he came in bigger than he he came in twenty pounds heavier. Did you hear about that? Or Jazz? Yeah, I mean he 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 didn't look that fast. Okay. To, to be honest, he. Especially since in a lot of the reps he would go right after D.K., which is always unfair for these people They <laughs> had to go right after the stud dude. <laughs> that was what was hurting the running backs in 2018. How about D.K. just go last? <laughs> I mean, even then, though, it's the, the but, wow factor. Yeah, the wow. Yes, that's a good way to put that, the wow factor. But, like, something else that I can pick up on pretty well without, like, having a super trained eye is footwork. Footwork. See guys who move their feet well. Like, when you watch Doug Baldwin, it's a different level of, Phew. like, dancing that Doug is doing. And this weekend, DK was doing a different level of dancing than the other cats. Although uh, Terry Wright, the undrafted receiver, I think he went to Purdue. Yeah, yeah, he's a he. He could dance too. He's got nice. the same dead leg as Mike Davis. Oh man, he high steps it. Like he sets it up real well, almost nice. like how you set up the uh, what's the basketball move called? Has he in and out? The, the uh, no, it's got a name. that's it's uh, um sham god. Oh, the, the way Shammy. you set up the sham god, you just like set it. Boom and come back, yeah. He's he's got that, and he's he's real nice. But like this, DK is already checking the boxes, and I think that's how I'm gonna look at it without getting too much on the hype train because I'm like right there on the uh, what's it called the platform. Yep, the train's pulling up the DJ the DK Metcalf hype train, and I'm right there. My bags is in my hand. I got my ticket. I'm ready to hop on. I'm just not there yet. I feel that is perfect. Because I'm scared. I've been scarred, man. I was really <laughs> high on Amara Darbo, man. <laughs> I really liked, uh, like I said, the Shaq. Let me ask you scared. this. If you can try to go back to 2016, your first year out here, covering the P, covering the CF with the PI, was his footwork this clean? Was it crisp? Who? Oh, Amara Darbo? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought he just had good. He was smooth. Everything he you did know, just so, looks. silky. You know, some guys just look smooth. For you example. You know who looks really smooth? It's Stefan Diggs looks really smooth. Yeah, he, he runs, runs routes knows. and he just looks clean, crisp. It's not too flashy. It's just it's smooth. just smooth. It's done the right way with good rhythm and tight. Ty- like, it looks like he's and done this before. And that's that what you saw on Darbo. And that okay. is what I saw. I can't you know, be mad at that. You know who confirmed that for me as well, though, was Doug at the time. Oh, We okay. were talking about uh, Amara and uh, and David. And that was the same word he ended. I didn't even prompt him. That was the same word he used to describe Amara. So then I felt really good about it. Then I was ready to double down. <laughs> I am like, okay, I think I gotta smooth. I got a that agrees Doug with me. Doug, think he's smooth? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, then he's smooth then. You yeah. Know, he's sm- he, he smooth Darbo. But we have to remember, smooth doesn't mean he's going to be starting. It just means he's smooth, right? Yes. That's That's one thing we have to remember. DK can be great have great feet, great hands, but that doesn't mean he's going to start. It could mean it's not your time, buddy. Not yet. That's true. It does take – rookie rookie receivers, too, it's it's hit and miss. Like, they can be, like, studs right away like an A.J. Green. Or, or they could OJ? take, like, a year. Oh, not O.J. Odell Beckham, excuse me. Yeah, it could take another year or so. I can't think of anyone else who had, like, maybe their second year they came on, but it does happen. I would say – I know Antonio Brown was like that. Yeah. Who didn't bl- blossom until, like, year two. I mean, David Moore looked to be the same way last year, to bring, like, a local example. Blossomed in, in year two. But I can see why Pete loves him, though, like – Remember when Pete loved Shaq in 2017? <laughs> yeah, he was impressed and loved everything he was doing. And I could see, and like, remember Pete also loved Chris Carson last offseason as well? Like, I can, I could feel him on that. I don't even know if I always felt it all the same with Shaquille, but I felt it with Chris. Like, oh, I see why he loves Chris Carson. I see like he lo- why he loves the Shaquille Griffin cat. I see why he loves DK Metcalf. I mean, how can you not, Mike? Uh, I mean, you can have your reservations. That's fine. You Especially can. Someone but someone who, who had uh, the drop percentage? He had, I think like ten percent. And that's fair. Drops. That's uh, real, if you that's if you're dropping bad. passes. If you're dropping passes, that's a fair assessment. <laughs> uh, yes, that's fair. What, what did John Snyder say? If you he don't, was like, if, if you don't catch the ball, he won't draft you. It's that simple. So yeah, that's that, that, that's fair. Yeah. So, but I do see what Pete loves, though, because that dude is big. Like, I like to come like for to give people perspective. He's about as big as Cam Chancellor, maybe a little. And bigger. you say he's as tall as Dwayne Brown. Yeah, about the same height as Dwayne Brown, and he's probably faster than Tyler Lockett. Like, straightaway speed. That makes sense. I mean, longer legs, I would give it to him. Yeah, I think... Tyler has to do a lot more work to... At least at this this point in their careers. That's fair. Maybe maybe Tyler might be faster now, but rookie... DK is faster than rookie Tyler. That's, I mean, I think I. You can go look at their forty times too if you want to use those. That's I'm fair. I'm pretty sure DK's was much faster than Tyler's.
1: That's fair. I mean, the Maybe dude not is. Much. Dude what, is does,
0: what counts as much faster. I don't know. Not much. I think DK ran four three three. Tyler ran four four four. I'm pretty sure. It's pretty. it's a big difference. That's Yeah. Okay. But at the same time, there's also the man is six three. Tyler Lockett's five seven. Tyler Tyler is more quick. And his top-end speed, he slows down faster than a DK Metcalf who, when he builds up speed, he's, he maintains that top speed a little bit longer. And that's the difference between the two. That's what I would say. Yep, Tyler did run a 4-4. Four four. Yeah. So Which makes sense. Oh, he ran a 4-4. Four four, he ran a 4-4 four 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 flat. Yeah, so not four four four. Give him four 4, four forty. Forty. We'll give him a few hundredth, tenths. <laughs> I don't know. I forget <laughs> how to count those. Uh, think, but yeah, think about that. You're looking at a dude as tall as Dwayne Brown, built like Cam, runs like Tyler. That's scary. I'd love that dude, too. Hell, I'm surprised they didn't drop him in the first round. <laughs> I guess everyone was really worried about his drops. They really took that into consideration. Or something else that teams I don't, that Seahawks just overlooked and didn't what, care for. Well, it sounds like the Seahawks were also confident in. We've been on DK for a minute here, but I'm I'm pretty sure sh- he was the easiest person to evaluate for me at rookie camp. So Because I, I think I'm really good at evaluating receivers and DBs, particularly, especially corners. I think I can spot a good At corner. Swing of the hips. When I see can you. One? Tur- do you turn... Bruh, I'm not, not to jump and interrupt you, but if you don't turn your head, bruh, that is number one. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah, not turning your head, how your hips swing if you're a safety. Um, Just... The, um, there's can some you things- catch the ball? Yeah, catching. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's some... <laughs> <laughs> closing speed, you know, the t- ability to play the ball. Like I'm really good at, you know, catching those things. And I'm I'll, I'm looking not only when the ball comes, but on what What do you look like when the ball doesn't come your way? So some days I'll just take like a f- couple minutes and just watch all the DBs, watch all the safeties. Like, where was he at? Was he where he was supposed to be? Is is his coverage the reason the ball didn't go there? Like I'm looking for that too. Speaking so. of safeties and and DBs, how did my guy Ugo look? Ugo, that's your boy now. I like. I, well, the reason he's my guy is because his outfit. When he came to the podium with the glasses, I thought he was a professor. I really thought he was about to go teach at UW after his day of his first day of rookie minicamp. So, wait, are you the same way with brothers who wear glasses, the same way I am with brothers with dreads? Do you just feel unity when you see them? Uh, the thing that's is, what I think is going on the here. The thing is, it has to be prescription, because I can't see. The, me, <laughs> me wearing glasses is not a, oh, I'm trying to look handsome statement. I'm blind as a bat. If you ever see me with glasses, people, and you meet me, whatever the case may be, and I'm wearing glasses— Yes, I can't see. It's not a fashion statement. A lot of these pros, they do fashion statements. So I can't immediately be like, oh, yeah, I'm on. No, I got to ask, bro, are you blind or are you just out here trying to look good? Oh, I can see. Get off me. Come on, man. All right, I'll ask Ugo if he can see. See, this is going to change the whole entire convo now. But I think there's something there. I think it's like, because, you know, people who who... They naturally cling to people who look like them. So if you see it, another yeah, but if you faking it, bro. If you if you see somebody with a if if Larry Fitzgerald had a weave and I those hate, were, I hate fake dreads. How exactly? I, hate I don't want to say dreads. I hate people that don't that wear glasses and can see, but I'm not a fan. I really don't think that's necessary. Mm-hmm. I get you on that. <laughs> you can see, bro. What you wearing glasses for, man? I can't see, bro. This is I <laughs> haven't something is wrong with my eyes. These help me see. <laughs> There's nothing else to it. I have to wear contacts when I play sports. It sucks, but I do it. Let's assume he can. And I'm assuming (laughs) that's where the unity, I think there's some unity there. But to answer your question, uh, I I think both safeties are pretty interesting from just from what I've seen there. I think Ugo can cover. Let me ask you this. Are they two different realms? You have one that, well, not realm, but you can see the differences basically, where one is more physical, one is maybe as, as smooth. Not with tough to, ah, Not I with it's no tough, pads, man. I know, yeah, right? It's, it's physical. Chris, what's what's physical out there, man? Uh, His build? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's not. Although Marquise is a little fella. Let me not call him little. He's bigger than me. But. <laughs> we I get mean, what you're f- saying. For football, like football standpoint. Because Marquise is only listed at. That's the other safety, Marquise Blair, yep. where they drafted out, out of Utah. Utah. Uh, I think he was their third round pick, second round pick uh he's six one one ninety six he's so, a little fella. yeah, that's as you not, said that's not yeah, that's not necessarily stacked right so i'm I'm curious to see how he holds up once they start hitting folks, you know because that's again that's if you're gonna be this, the guy hitting folks too, like he's gotta be over <laughs> he's not running away, he's running two right? yeah. so <laughs> I need you to have some some girth uh there, uh, but I think I think both of them looked all right. you know what they both had some decent ball skills uh for for safeties, I know was that Marquise had a batted ball today, actually. On Sunday, he had one at the line of scrimmage because he plays real close, like a linebacker. To, okay, to the, to he's, in line. yeah, right. he's in the box. Yeah, he's, he's, he's in the box a lot. Uh, he had a good, he had, I guess you can call it a pass breakup defense. I don't know. He should have caught it. <laughs> like, oh, like, you were talking about this before we even did the show. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those where like, the, the receiver and the quarterback weren't on the same page, which was a theme all weekend because the QBs were bad. Uh, but Tyler the, Magoo bad? Oh, Alex Magoo? Or, excuse me, uh, Alex Magoo. He, yeah, it wasn't it worse. It oh, was just bad. It was worse than Magoo. Yeah, man, it was not for those listening. Magoo was a seventh round, seventh round last last year, pick last year. <laughs> I also I liked, but I just knew that he would he would take some time to grow into an NFL player. One of the things that stood out. We're getting a little off topic, but Magoo had never called a play before oh. in college. He didn't wow. call the plays. Plays were called for him. Correct. Wow, I that's mean, a big difference. I mean, I don't think Jared Goff calls the plays now, to be honest, for the Rams. So it may not be that big of a deal. But when he when he was telling me about that, I was thinking to myself like, that is, it's fascinating. That's that's, <laughs> an, that's an issue. <laughs> 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 You're gonna have to do that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm learning. You know, plays are long, and he gave me an example of a play, and it was a lot of words. But it was just like, was it a sentence? It w- um, without it, it wasn't just like, uh, it it was it was pretty long. <laughs> Like, in college, that's real simple. It'll be like, you know, Y2 cross or something, or shallow Y cross or something like that. Like I think that's, that's one long. of Wazoo's plays, I think. But, yeah, in the NFL, it was like XZ with a split, blah, 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 right? And so you got to know. So when he said he had never done that before, didn't think he would be bad at it if he tried. But it's like, come on, man. You got to be able to do it, like, if you ain't never done it before. Anyway, uh, someone threw a really bad pass, and Marquise Blair just dropped it off his hands. But... <laughs> He was there. That's good. You got to there. there. It, it starts with being there. That's what counts. It does start It does start with being there. So I I think both of them also are lightning quick. That's good. Both of them was really fast. There was a couple times where I was standing right on the sideline, like, watching. And, like, I had to move out the way because I was like, oh, he is coming. Especially Ugo. Ugo's really good. Got good feet, too. You know who also had good feet that I noticed right away was Shaq. Oh. Shaq had really good feet. Okay. I'm good with feet. That sounds weird. <laughs> I think <laughs> in this context, but you'll be okay. Everything, <laughs> everything does sound weird when we're talking about sports. Like we were just talking about what's the name's in the box. <laughs> right, like somebody uh, at home laughed. I yeah. laughed up here. <laughs> so like, I, uh, it, everything sounds weird when we talk about, about football. Football, yeah. Uh, sports, you know, the D collapsing. It's it's is a lot going on. It's. It's it is really, what it is. It's kind of gross, but well, obviously we'll learn a little bit more about the safeties as they they throw on some pass too. But you know something interesting about Ugo real quick because you said that is your man because you guys both can't see. Uh, <laughs> well, it appears we both, it appears can't both can't see. It appears you both can't see. Yeah, he wears uh, he wore glasses off the field like when we weren't around too, so maybe he just can't see. Maybe. That's tough, man. We'll see. Maybe I mean, he can't you will. See. We will find out shortly. Uh, let's see. So something interesting about him, you know, Pete Carroll with rookies, even if he thinks you can do a lot of things. What he will often do is is start you at one thing. Like, I'm going to focus you on, you know, being close to the line of scrimmage. I'm going to put you at, like, will linebacker. Or I'm going to put you at rush end. Or I'm going to have you on running uh, rundowns if you're, like, a stuffing defensive tackle. Or, like, you know, he gives you a job. Like, you got one job. Do this. We'll start here. And as the playbook expands, as you become more comfortable, I will throw more things at you and see what you can handle. With Ugo, it's just like, you know what, dude? I already trust you to start playing free safety and I trust you to start learning slot that says a lot to me about what his his trust there I mean Pete Carroll's not all-knowing but some of what I like glean about these dudes does come a little bit from what Pete says what the dude says and what I see so it's it's all those components together so it's like what I see oh okay look at Ugo's out there a lot he's putting Ugo on the field a lot he was with the first team of free safety and then boom it's like all right now the second team comes on I was leave him at the slot. And then by the end of the camp, it was like, okay, we'll put you on the slot with the first team and have some dude who I can't remember his name come in at free safety. So like Ugo was everywhere and the willingness to throw him at all those spots real early. Because like I said, you got to process a lot of information as a rookie. You get your playbook on like an iPad and you just got to go figure it out. It's all this terminology you don't know, all these plays, you know, you probably played in some college scheme that wasn't complex for the most part. Uh, So that means he's at least a smart cat you know, part of this this weekend is about how smart you are. To be honest, I'm pretty sure half them dudes they get it there, and the coaches have realized. All right, you know what? We're gonna have to simplify things for him. That's the safe way of saying, "Hey, yo, he's stupid." You that's never, a bad really, one. You, you don't really want to hear that. Uh, so that's a little uh, little code word. If you guys ever see me write something or that says that the coaches have had to simplify things for him, that's not good. That 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 means the brother ain't there. This ain't his fault. They should know that. Scout the brothers. But like that means that they have a lot of trust in Ugo. That's good. We have to learn how to say his full name, by the way. Man. It's not on the paper. Don't grab the. Pa- Chris grabbing the roster. It's <laughs> not there. The pronunciation guide is not there. Well, I'm going to take figure I'ma it out. T- I'm going to take a stab at it. No, it's not on there. That's what I'm saying. He grabbing the roster right now. He's, he's It's stuck. just Ugo. Dang. Yeah, see, it only says. I, I forget how to say it. Why? They, they got to put the full name. No man, he goes by Ugo. Just I like know, DK go by DK. You know DK's yeah. full name? Uh I read it and it took me back to when we talked about names and black folks and man. Oh yeah. It no, was we, I said I said come on man. We do get creative. We do get creative. That Mr. was crazy creative. It, it was like it, His d- name is De- by the way. Yes. Wow. I don't think there's any apostrophes or anything in it though. I it's, think it's just Declan. That's that's you know DK fits perfectly. I think there was only one non-Polynesian brother with a a, a apostrophe in his name last year, or on on this team, <laughs> and it was uh the tight end they signed. I don't know how to say it. It looks like MyQuan, the tight end from. Shoot, uh, I think I don't know how to say that. What from, number is he? He's in the Western Kentucky tight end. The UD, U, UDFA. His name is MyQuan Dean. I'm pretty sure. Oh man, he got apostrophe in his name. It, he, it has to be MyQuan. He do. If Ugo's gonna be your boy, you're gonna have to learn how to say his first name. Oh, that's not a problem. We'll 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 get that right. Yeah, you got. I'll you ask gotta, him. Hey man, give me. The correct way to enunciate and just say your name, bro. Also, I think it's of note before we move on from the safeties that uh Marquise Blair is a man of few words. Brother don't say much. It's not that he don't like us. We don't know that. He just he doesn't, doesn't say, say much. much. He's just very yes, sir. No, sir. Real quick to the point. Real real Marshawn-like. At least before Marshawn stopped liking the media. Uh, <laughs> I'm here, so I do not get fined. <laughs> yeah. which Which I don't mind. Some dudes is short like that. Some dudes don't have a lot to say. As long as you can play, it don't matter. That's a big thing. I think I wrote thing. that in my piece today. Is like It doesn't matter whether he's as tight-lipped as Marshawn or as long-winded as Richard Sherman. If you can ball, you can ball. And No one gives a damn whether you, you're going to write a book one day. <laughs> it don't matter. Can you hit? Can you cover? Can you catch? Can you tackle? It's Ooh. all important. <laughs> that's it. That's it. If I line you up against, you know, Travis Kelsey, can you cover him? Can you at least tackle him the after you make the catch? The answer is probably no, because Travis <laughs> is nice. But can you at least show me that I, I should give you the shot? Yeah. So, I mean, with the safeties, it's hard to. It's really hard to gauge, but there's some things that I feel good about, especially your boy Ugo. Looks like he can cover. That's good. I mean, that, that's a positive sign. Good. I mean, I don't want to say you like feet, but in this situation, when it comes I to— I do like feet. <laughs> you don't like feet? I'm trying to— Feet in funeral or feet in football? I both, mean, both. I like feet. Yeah. Talking about like women's feet. You got pretty toes. I'm with it. Yeah, I like feet. People are probably cracking up here in this Feet park. Is how I use feet to gauge. Like we're talking about. If you don't clean your woman, feet, yeah, there's you an don't issue. Know if you, don't don't. Act if you, this pro tip, fellas. You meet a girl and you want to see, like, oh, you know, send me a selfie or somebody. Like you want to send her a picture. See the feet. Don't ask for a selfie in the face. See the feet. Ask for her feet. I actually, see them feet. Especially in the summertime. If she says no. Don't even text back. Don't. Yep. It's um, some. It's, it's a wrap. Over. Mm-hmm. Especially means- in the summer, there's no excuse. Mm-mm. I can see if it's December twenty second. <laughs> yeah, you know. Hey, I feel you. <laughs> the, yeah. main, the maintenance takes some days off. Sometimes yeah. Come on the now. Summer. And in the winter. Time. In the winter, but in the summer, as you said, Mike, July fifth. Mm-hmm. How are them feet looking? I need to see oh. some paint. I need to see some shine. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen no crust. But back to better not football. Be <laughs> back to the football standpoint. It's good that Hugo has good feet. It's good that Marquise has good feet. But let's look at the linebackers. How are these guys looking? Because these guys are going to potentially be the shot callers. Call out plays. They have to know what's going on at all times for the D-line and the top and the safeties over top. How are Cody and BBK looking? So I think it's important to note that I think only two of the how many of the rookies would you say in, let's let's include the U, UFAs too. No, 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 let's just include the draft class. Okay. Uh, the, those eleven dudes, how many of them play a position in which the Seahawks currently need a starter? What two? <laughs> you answered that two? really quickly. Just receiver. <laughs> just 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 what I would DK? say I would say receiver with DK and then I guess Gary Jennings. I would I would even say corner. Just because of losing, just they need. A st- oh, you mean like Ugo? Yes, exactly. Say, so Ugo, who Ugo else we got? And DK, Ugo, Ugo, DK, and you could throw. You're about to throw Gary in there. I have no problem with that, especially with Doug Baldwin. That's what about LJ? Oh yeah, Frank Clark being gone. That that's a definite. I mean, def- they do have Rasheem and Quentin Jefferson. You need him to push these two guys because they didn't. Rasheem was wasn't healthy. Mm-hmm. He, we're expecting a great season from him, but that's. Tough to gauge because my man played a handful of games and I don't know if I'm expecting great, but yeah. Well, we're not a great. We expect him to be productive. We expect him to go out there and make plays at the very least. As wants, you say, want the can to you tackle? Coming. Yeah, <laughs> can, go out there and make plays. Can you hit the quarterback? That's that's what they want to see. So I I asked that question because with the linebackers, the answer is like it's no. definitely not them two. Yeah, right. Like, and it's 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 good and it's bad for both of them, right? Like they probably want to play right away. Probably want to play other th- something other than special teams. I know they're going to be happy to do so because if they weren't, why would they say it out loud? The last thing you want to do is tell your boss, I don't want to do this. That's how you get fired. <laughs> I don't know if anyone listening right now has been fired, but that's, if you want to get fired, tell your boss you don't want to do something. You know, something that uh, they told you that you have to do. Uh, so, like, if Cody's good, it doesn't matter, right? Because he's playing behind Bobby. And Bobby's the best linebacker in the league. All pro. His shoulder workouts are second to none. You know, doesn't matter if he, Cody's showing some promise right now. It only matters if Bobby gets hurt, you know. And so that what's his name B.B.K. Ben Burkervin still have some questions about where he went to school, but you know I can I can make an exception or kind of try to overlook that and give the young man the benefit of the doubt because everyone does not make the best choices with their collegiate you know uh, decisions. So. We will give him a pass. You okay with giving him a pass? I'm right there with you, bro. Okay, I'm all right with giving Ben Burke Curvin a pass on that. Now he's playing the wheel spot. Ask where's that? Guess KJ, weak linebacker. Mm. You know, weak side linebacker. Yeah, my bad. We still trying to get KJ on the show. Although he (laughs) didn't started his own damn podcast. Now, did you see that? Yeah, I saw it on you. I saw it on. Yeah, I saw it today. I said, really? And you said Mike was doing what? Oh, okay. He ain't slick, KJ. Come on the show, KJ. Let's talk about it. But like, yeah, BBK is playing behind. KJ and presumably Michael Kendricks, right? And there's already Shaquem there, so I mean, does it doesn't it matter how good he is right now? I think he looks fine. He's fast, like I said, deceptively fast. He was coming at me today too. I was like, I'm out of here. It looks like he's gonna <laughs> knock me out. Uh, he's very, very, very fast. There was a couple of plays, like where he's on the opposite side, the ball comes, you know, to whatever the other side is, the strong side, I guess it would be, and he just flies over. Like I can see, like today, I was like, you know what? This is why he led the nation in tackles. Like he can fly, like he can really get from one side to the other. It's not quite like Earl, like, but it's like what? What's the next tier under Earl? It's that Eric Weddle. Yeah, there we go. Did you pick him because he's white? Sure did. And he got a dope <laughs> beard. And his beard is magnificent. <laughs> you know what? You got no shame in it. So I can appreciate that. I mean, <laughs> it makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, cause he white. I, don't I mean, even know if it does. <laughs> oh, Eric Berry funny. nope oh. who's next what other safeties out there oh that was Jerry's Bird nope I'm just glad you owned it oh yeah well I can't can't be like oh I just thought no for, that's what it is I mean Eric Weddle is a great safety yeah no he he probably is like and his speed is Earl. it's not Earl but he gets to the he gets there I don't know how he does it but he does it with with BBK it's actually kind of similar to Blair where I want to see how he plays at that weight because he oh, he's only listed to 230 Oh wow! Yeah, if you're gonna be, that's that's a tough one. Is it kind of small linebacker? You he's think? got he's got to yeah. be quick. He's got to be quick, and, he's, and his just, intellect and he is though. And like his I, intellect is good, I'm guessing as well. I, I talked to somebody who I I know is like really educated on these things. I was like, "What do you think of BBK?" He was like, "I think that dude's gonna be in the league eight, eight to ten years." I was like, "Oh, okay." I don't know if it's gonna be true, but I mean that that confidence, and then this person's been around for a while, so they kind of they kind of know some things. But yeah. I like him. I like the speed. That's what jumped off the field at me. If you're gonna be that small, I expected you to be really fast. And, and boom, he was. He did that. Like, there's some boxes I can check, which is why I really don't know why I'm so afraid to have these hot takes after rookie camp. Because I can just check these boxes. Like, is he fast? Is he look the size he's supposed to be? How are his feet? Like, there are some things I can, you know, I can check. What do the coaches say about him? That even mention him? Like, I we had to beg Pete Carroll to mention Demarcus Christmas, <laughs> like he didn't. Bring him up at all. Like, we asked, like, one thing about Travis Homer, I think. Not to say Travis was bad, but, you know, there there's some cues there that you can kind of figure out. With BBK, I was like, all right, cool. He just me. didn't have a good day. If you're going to play, who? Maybe the guys that Pete didn't want to speak oh, on. Christmas? That's, yeah. Well, he had no problem flaming the quarterbacks. <laughs> Someone um, asked, hey, what do you think about the QBs? He was like, I thought they, they had a hard time. They struggled. All right. Well, backfired on me. My bad. Continue, uh, well, Mike. D- those QBs were so bad. I'm. I'm <laughs> You know me, I'm very rarely going <laughs> to throw someone under the bus, but those QBs was just bad, yo. It was. How do you think you would have fared out there, Mike, throwing balls? No, I mean, I'm not a quarterback, you know. I'm a DB, you know, so that's that's what it is. But, <laughs> my God, those dudes, they were just sailing passes. Like, some of the DBs looked all pro out there, man. <laughs> Derek Gardenhire looked good. Tryout dude. Like, it was, yeah, it was it was rough. That's why DK looked so good because he's over here flying, making these big catches look like a damn pterodactyl in the air because all the passes is high or they low in the way. It's, it's, it's low in the way is not usually that bad, but Jesus Christ, they looked they looked bad. I'll tell you this, ain't the backup to Russell was not on the field. <laughs> not well, at all. Not we know, you know who is the backup. Paxton Lynch. <laughs> um, I hope he's not either. <laughs> well, at this point, you just crossed off that whole, everybody that was at rookie minicamp, not going to do it. <laughs> no, yeah, man. I don't even know why they signed that t- that Terran Christian dude. He was bad. Dang, the dude from British Columbia was bad. The Dude who went to UW again. I have to question his collegiate decisions. But then he transferred to Utah. He's still bad. <laughs> I hope they all find jobs in their life. I don't wish ill. It's just like it's just they were bad with the Seahawks like like on that rookie ain't, yeah, That ain't it. That like, that's that's, a, that's it. No, that's that that's not it. Do we miss any draft picks? Uh, our last guy would have to be well. We know John yours. I can't. I'm gonna chop Ursua this, Ursua John Ursua and Gary Jennings oh, hamstring they didn't injuries. Play. Unfortunately, that uh, sucks. That's all I got. They just didn't. Wasn't they there. Didn't practice? They're I mean, still they were team. there, but they didn't participate. Last one, Phil Hayes. I know. I know you and Lyman have a fun relationship because it's tough. You know, I mean, footwork comes into play again. Yeah, but even <laughs> then, it's so hard to like see really well because there's my so vantage point, my oh, vantage point from the sideline is not great. I should probably like be behind the play. So like if they're on the field, I should be like under the field goal post. Okay. To get a good to get a good look at like how the linemen will look. At. I just honestly don't know. I'm not gonna pretend to know. LJ is pretty similar. We didn't mention him that much. It's hard to know about the the defensive ends and the defensive. But tackles. you did say he got somebody on their buns today. Yes. I don't remember. Or who. not today, but whenever. Uh it that was Sunday. He put somebody on their butt. Oh today? Yeah, yeah. He put somebody on their butt Sunday. I'm acting as if people would know that. We're talking about that. Good call, Mike. Sunday. Yeah. So, yeah, he put somebody on their butt. I, I did enjoy that. Other than that, I don't know, man. You know what's weird, though? I've been starting to, like, notice, like, the good defensive – how the good defensive tackles and, like, linemen are built. You know, and some of them got, like, a big trunk. <laughs> like, and it's weird to say. They <laughs> got a big butt. But they do – you got to. There's some power. Some power in the core. Do yeah. they do squats, though, or is that all natural? Uh, I don't – now, now <laughs> we're getting here. I shouldn't even have said that. That sounded – that sounded bad when I thought about it but it made sense coming out of my mouth oh I feel didn't you I mean, feel great gotta have power somewhere right yeah doesn't come yeah. from your feet <laughs> yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's <laughs> true but th- the short version is I don't know much LJ Phil we gotta wait man. before we get to Twitter questions because we got quite a few again which is great thank y'all for asking questions any UDAs that stood out unrestricted free agents that were there mm, let's see they, they had 12 of them uh, Terry Wright is that his name? The kid from Purdue? That's yep. I'm sure the free agents? Why wow, I screwed that up. I knew what you meant. Undrafted. Un- thank you. I got you. Uh, let's see. Terry Wright. I liked him. Okay. I liked his dead leg. Oh, yeah. You did mention that previously. Oh, yeah, okay. he yeah, got that the, was dead one guy. the dead leg. The dead leg is nice. Very Mike Davis-like. Shout out to Mike Davis uh, for getting the bag this offseason. Uh, let's see. I, mm, there wasn't a ton of guys. Maybe Derek Thomas. The uh, corner from Baylor. Good feet? Um... Uh, they're okay for a guy that big. How he's, big is he? He's 6'3", 192. so he's a pretty tall guy. So got some length. Uh, yeah, that's why they had him going up against DK Metcalf. Oh, and he was just getting torched. Well, the DBs to be very. Oh yeah, fair, you can't really DBs do much. Cannot do anything. You're just they, there. You're not. Yeah, you just have to run with him and be there. You know, you that, can't make a play. That on the would ball. make me so mad. I mean, like if it's an overthrown ball, you're by yourself, you can catch it. Okay. You know, but you can't like really contest catches like that. But that would make me mad, knowing that I'm just gonna shadow you and. Can't You're basically shadowing them. Yeah, it's, that's not fun. You you can't really get involved like that. But other other than that, it wasn't really I wasn't really blown away by any UFAs. I think it was it was kind of interesting to see JT. Damn, I don't want to mess up his last name. Polynesian <laughs> brother uh, played at Federal Way High School. Was from Seattle. Uh, went to Eastern. The defensive tackle. Okay. First name is JT. Last name T I U L I. And I just <laughs> I'm bad with Polynesian names. I just don't want to mess them up. I don't want to. Understand. That's fair. I care about my health. Man. And it's crazy. You have an American last name, and they chop it up all type Duger. Yeah, man. I was just. <laughs> I'm not gonna s- even. I was on some radio show, man. They just say whipped Duger. my name. Yeah, man. It's just all you gotta do is ask. <laughs> well, they think they got it. It's you look at it. And, oh, that's easy. Duger. And you're uh, no. Dugar. Yeah, man. It's that's disappointing. Other than that, nah, I didn't see anybody from from uh, from the the, U, the UDFA class that stood out. Okay. Other than the brother who had the uh, the dead leg. The brother with the dead leg And that Jazz Ferguson is huge Yeah he came in 20 pounds heavier uh, Don't know if that's yeah, good think, or bad I think he's at like 240 6'5 Dang did he not work out this summer? That's well, just it really is summer really but... Well he started He was at 220 during the season Wasn't he? He listed at 220 But he is bigger than that That's a what? big dude Either he started lifting Uh Yeah I don't know He <laughs> big though Other than that It wasn't really anything That stood out that much At okay. least not to me that's fair. We got good questions. Got a lot of good questions, man. Let's just jump right into it. We will start off with JRB. JR Batman 23. Faithful listener, always ask questions, especially during the regular season. He will jump in there and ask tons of questions. He wants to know Amadi is listed as a free safety on the team website. Where do you see where do you see him line up during camp? Oh yeah, that's kind of answered. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Something we got to. Yeah. Free safety. And then, boom, when they when they go into some nickel packages, he used a nickel guy, and they brought in another free safety. So I actually like his chances of making a team, too, if he can have that versatility already. That, that, and, that's that's and he's your boy. <laughs> Two, we got we got some things going here. That's good to know. He's your boy. We got Genesis ripped at Zach Yojin. This is the one with the GameCube as the fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire. Yeah. Thank you for still having that up. That is so dope. I know I compared my guy Russ at a time to a GameCube, and now he isn't officially an Xbox One or a PS4, but that's fire, man. That episode's a throwback. Anyway, he wants to know if Pete Carroll was a Game of Thrones character, who my this is tough, who would he be? Because you're on oh, Season 4, is it right? I am on Season 4, Episode yep. 9. Okay, I think by the time this comes out, I will be into Season 5 because I'm watching episodes tonight. If Pete Carroll was a Game of Thrones character, oh, man. Shout out to everyone who's been following uh, G.O.T. with Mike on Twitter, man. I appreciate the love on that. That's a, that's a tough one. If Pete Carroll, you know what? You know who I think he'd be? I think he'd have to be Tywin Lancaster or Lannister. Chris doesn't watch the show, so I'll explain it to you a little bit. He's basically the OG. He's, he's calling the shots. And a lot of times he has to make some tough decisions, even if it's people that he cares about, you know, for the for what he feels is the greater good of the organization or, you know, the kingdom. So I think I think I'm gonna go with with Tywin, and he's just a badass too. Like he's he, he really doesn't play. Does like <laughs> he chew bubble gum? I don't know if they had gum back then. Bark. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, tobacco. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, that's a good question. He's also old as hell, and Pete <laughs> and Pete's the <laughs> Pete's the oldest coach in the league. That, w- that oh, would that would be. My, but for those reasons, I said not just because he's old as hell. No, I, no. You explained the reasons. You just added some touch to it. I like that. Good question lisa carlson dq we'll start with her well actually she wants she's super excited for the wide receiver class long term but is terrified of no doug Baldwin in the near future i think everybody's terrified of that as well who do you guys see as receivers right now who can help fill that void when we need that seven yard first down catch mike should I limit that to just the rookies or the whole roster? Would I would say the whole roster. Whole roster. I mean, I still have faith in Tyler Lockett. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he can – he just needs to, like, take another step. To be, like, Pro Bowl guy. The step that, like, Adam Thielen has taken. You know, it's like, take that step. You know, the step that kind of, like, Jarvis Landry has taken. Take that step. The one that Doug took in, like, 2015. Take that step. Okay. Uh, that – I think, you know, he's he's one of those guys as well. Um, dang. After that, I don't have a ton of faith i mean dk i like dk i still like jerron brown i still like jerron brown after that i'm not feeling great i gotta see ursua he will be a guy that i would think that as well yeah, yeah. i mean he that's one guy that i'm excited about but it sucks that he didn't participate i'm yet. not gonna go with smooth darbo i can't do it <laughs> i gotta see it uh but yeah those would be my gary jennings I gotta see it. I ain't yeah. seen him. Uh, yeah. DK. Yeah, I would go with DK. I still like Jerron Brown. Tyler, of course. I have faith in Tyler to catch anything. Throw oh, this man. microphone to Tyler right now. I'll catch it's it in Renton. He'll catch it. <laughs> like I, I, I believe that. So I mean, those would be my my top three. If I had to pick, no, yeah. If I had to pick a rookie, it'd be DK as well. That would be that'd be it. You know what you should do if you need those seven yards? Throw it thirty. To <laughs> the DK have DK <laughs> or Tyler because F- Tyler D- proved he can catch it. Yeah, have DK and Tyler run under it. Well, she has a bonus question. This is Lisa Carlson again. Which Game of Thrones character did you get most invested in that ended up dying so Ooh. far in the series? Okay, so spoilers for anyone who has not seen the show. Uh, I'm not sorry for anyone who does not care about the show. There a lot of you guys out there. But again, I've been binge-watching it for the past week. I've watched like 38 hours of, of Game of Thrones in the past six days. It is unhealthy. Uh, but let's see. Ned Stark is a character I really liked. Uh, Rob Stark I got invested in I didn't get invested in Caitlin Stark uh, Those were the main ones that have died King Joffrey I don't think I got real invested in him I think I'm gonna have to go with Ned Stark Ned Stark was like He's like the, the, the main king Of like the first Of the most important family in the show The Stark family is the most important Like house quote unquote And then I would say the Lannisters as well and Ned was just a damn fool, and was just trying to. He just couldn't think, bro. He just couldn't. He couldn't see like two moves ahead of him. He was playing checkers. He was playing mm, checkers. Everybody the whole, playing Everyone chess. else was playing chess. <laughs> you know, everyone around him was playing chess. All his decisions were just like, if I do A, so and so will do B. He didn't account for so and so actually doing C, possibly doing D, or maybe bringing someone else to do E. Man, like, you know, like everyone was just outsmarting him. Sounds like he way. died in the first season. He was very short-sighted, and indeed, he <laughs> did died in the first season but i recognized he was so important to the story that i was like i'm gonna invest in ned i'm gonna believe in ned i gonna rock with ned he's being stupid right now but maybe his character will grow down the road nope. and nope they chopped his damn head off in like episode eight <laughs> in front of his kids oh man <laughs> they got him out there in front of everybody and chopped his head smooth off in front of his children it was bad. Which is funny because in episode one, the first episode of the show, he chopped someone's head off. Oh, came back and bit him. And, well, everyone gets their head chopped off in <laughs> this damn show. But yes, I felt I, I, I got attached to Ned because I wanted him to be smarter. I wanted him to be better. I wanted his character to grow. And instead, he got his damn head cut off because he's stupid. <laughs> Short sighted. Good question. Got me fired up. All right. Next one comes from Gary Newton at Gary underscore Newton times five. How many rookie receivers can realistically make the roster, Mike? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, realistically, one, maybe. So we're take take Doug off. Yep. I mean, let's say that that's two then. Oh man, I just said take Doug off and it felt so effortless. That hurt. In that this is. situation, though, it's pretty real. We out have here. to do it though. For yeah, the exercise. it's it's not it's not for fun and giggles here. He's actually. It's probably going to be gone. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. How many receivers do you think they're going to hold? Five. And so Seahawks Roger they yeah. held five last year, and they added J.D. McKissick from injury, so they had yeah, six. I will go five and a half with J.D. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Five. five. We'll go five. Okay. So Tyler, I don't, I don't, don't think they give up on David Moore, nor do I think they really give up on J.B. So that's what three that's spots right, right, right there. there. So we have two D- left. D.K. is a second-round pick, so he's. Damn, near guaranteed a spot. One spot left, Mike. You know. I mean, we got one rookie with DK. Who's the next rookie? I, I, I think just one. I think one. Just DK then? Yeah, I think there's opportunity for asua and um, the other man. Gary Jennings? Gary Jennings, but I think. the other guys have a a bit of an advantage they've been there caleb scott yeah malik turner they know the system necessarily (laughs) i think these dudes are studs but they've just they've been a leg up yeah you know malik has caught a touchdown pass in a exhibition malik turner that is number eight for those that are probably wondering who's malik malik Malik, Malik turner uh let's see keenan reynolds keenan reynolds is a guy that's been around for a while and that they liked. so i would probably just guess one realistically with the hope that maybe ursua where Jennings or Terry Wright maybe sneaks on. But right now, I would confidently only say DK Metcalf. Okay. Which isn't that bad. I mean... I don't think people are going to be too at that, Mike. It's hard to make the team. You know, that's why they have practice squad spots and everything. So that would be my guess. It's just one. And then his... He has a second question with this one as well. Can you go into game one with three or four on the roster? What, three or four What rookies? Rookies, mm-hmm. No. Okay. No. He also wanted to know same formula. How many rookie safeties can realistically make the roster? Um, that's... A, ooh, wow. Who yeah. is this? Gary Newton? Gary Newton. really good with some questions heat. from Gary. Ooh. So, let's see. How many spots do we have? Four? Yeah, he put it right here. Normally have four on the 53. Can two rookies really make it? That's the second part. But first one, go ahead. How many safeties realistically can make the roster? And then the second part I'll ask you so again. So, realistically, the answer again there is probably one. one. Okay. And then his the second part is can two rookies really make it? The problem is what was Blair, a second-round pick? So you can't cut him and hope to to sneak him on the practice squad, so you have to carry him. Someone will pick him up. Like, I I don't know that for sure, but the Seahawks will assume that. It'll be very similar like Amar and Darvall. They couldn't cut him, right, because they figured someone would pick him up. CJ size has been pretty similar. Uh, So I would say realistically the answer, again, is one. And. It would probably be Marquise, okay, right, because of where he was drafted, and you could maybe sneak Ugo. Where was Ugo picked? Fourth round. You would then have to hope you could sneak Ugo uh, onto your practice squad, maybe, because if he balls out in the preseason, that's going to be tough. So let's see. You got Bradley McDougal, Tedrick Thompson, Delano Hill. What's that? Ugo, that's sh- three. Sh- Shaloni. Sh- Shalom. Shalom Luani. Luani. So yeah, realistically one as well. Hopefully, you can... The thing is, you could probably sneak Shalom on practice squad, maybe if you wanted to. Um, I think you could stash Delano there if you wanted to. But, I mean, those guys, at this point, you want them to play. So, yeah, realistically, I would say one. Okay, that's fair. That's a good question, too, though. We'll go ahead and go to Gnarly Rad Dad, and we'll get to the last one. I think it's more of a statement. I'll let you take it. But... Gnarly Raddad wants to know, who stood out to you the most out of some of the tryout guys? And we kind of mentioned that. Chances they make the roster. I think the second part is more important because you kind of answered that. But chances any of those guys make the roster. You know who I liked as a tryout guy was Darren Gardenhire. I think he started his career at UW. He's a cornerback. I forget where he went after that. And then ended up at like Delta State is what they... I don't even know where that is. I would imagine that's in the south. I think that's actually in Mississippi. That's going to be my guess. Someone let me know where that is. I think Delta State... Is in Mississippi. Anyway, I do like him. Uh, I think he had a really good camp. Like, he had a couple, like, team periods, like, in a row. When I say team, that means 11 on 11. Like, everyone's in there, the linemen included, where he was just kind of balling. Had an interception, I think, on Saturday. Had another breakup on Saturday. That's in been Cleveland, Mississippi. You should have seen your face. I was going to say, <laughs> I was about to say What? <laughs> Cleveland, Mississippi is where Delta State is. Okay. So, I, I was right. I know, yeah. I know a little bit of my geography. Uh, so, I liked I liked him. Okay. I mean, I'm biased here, but I think it was very encouraging that uh, Logan Tago of Washington State, go Cougs. Go Cougs, yes. Was, uh, st- was with the first team defensive end group. So, it was like LJ, Christmas, the kid from Eastern, uh, and then Collier, or excuse me, then Logan. So, it was Logan, Collier, kid from Eastern and Marcus Christmas was like, they're starting four defensive linemen during rookie camp, so I thought it was good that Logan was in there, to let you know, like, kind of what they feel about him on the depth chart for, uh, for most of camp, so I think those two uh, w- would be the big ones, everyone else, it's so hard to make the team as a trial guy, like, maybe some guys, by the time this comes out, will have signed, because that, that's very possible that they cut some UDFAs and then sign some trial guys to stay right at about 90 uh, players on the roster, but uh, Gardenhire was the was one of the main dudes that I thought stood out. He was like at that left cornerback spot. Okay. Uh for uh days one and two and stayed over there with the starters on 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 day three. So yeah, I, you know, like I said, I can evaluate corners pretty well, I think. And I thought he was really good, especially when the ball came. Like he did a good job of not like breaking the rules, but still making plays on the ball. Nice. Which is tough. Like I said, that's frustrating. You gotta just run out there, do all these good things, and the ball comes, you gotta let him catch it. Darren was like, you know what? I'm going to try out, dude. I'm going to catch this damn ball. Yeah. <laughs> or knock it away. He was probably the, the best tryout guy. I would say do it yeah, until the coaches tell you to stop. Correct. I think he was the best tryout guy. Okay. Our last one comes from seahawk for life He's hearing Sue is signing in Seattle. Tuesday, one year, $11 million. Mike, what are your thoughts on that? Any- I think that's a bad deal. It's a bad allocation of resources. I think if you're gonna I think you should try to use that money or just use your resources to develop a Puna, a J Reed, Rasheem. a Nas Jones, use Rasheem at defensive tackle, use Collier at defensive tackle. You brought you signed two undrafted dudes, JT and um the kid from Michigan. You got another draft pick in Christmas. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna make the investment there, you don't spend eleven mil on him. It's just that simple. Not to say he's not worth that, because I don't like telling people what they're worth. because uh, I think that's a bad way to word that. But I don't think this the team should spend that money there with the other like ways that you can build at that position. There's just better ways. Cause everyone I just named is making like pennies. Maybe except Jaron Reed. But, like those are the guys that's how you should build a roster. You don't save money on Russell uh, you don't the money you have or that you like save on like trading someone like Frank, you then you don't then go spend it on suit. That's not how rosters are built. You know? Does that make sense? You don't do that. Got it. Plus he tried to kill Russell once, so don't know if I'm bring that guy there. No, 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 you do not. I know it's early, but we got any hot takes, Mike? I know we're not into the we're not into training camp yet. When we really get hot takes firing, but you got anything right now mm-hmm. ahead of OTAs about two weeks out? No, I just think a wor- a piece of wisdom: the is speaking to how bad the quarterbacks were. <laughs> the the backup quarterback for the Seahawks is not on the roster. This includes the 90 man roster. Like, it's not Lynch. It's not whoever they're going to, it's going to have to look elsewhere. Just like they did <laughs> last year with Brad Huntley. I'm serious, man. It's so easy to notice when quarterbacks can't throw. They don't have any dudes who can throw. They don't. I think the UDFA, they do, they signed, completed like 58% of his passes in college last year. It's terrible. Wow. I want that. Maybe they were dropping passes, Mike. Flip side, uh, yeah, I would have to. Uh, no, I'm kidding, I I'm at, kidding, I'm kidding. I can go look at the numbers on it, but he was D two, so I don't know how many like, uh, like advanced stats they're on him. But like, hell, Gardner Minshew was at like seventy. I think it might have been like seventy two. And he you know? throws and the he ball. He threw a lot more. <laughs> yeah. Than those cats. So I mean, if you're not, if you're completing fifty eight percent, like my, Mike Leach is correct, you don't become more accurate, <laughs> right? You're either accurate or you're not. For the most part. You either like, catch the ball or you don't. <laughs> it's not something that fluctuates dramatically. I think that one year you're gonna throw fifty eight and the next year you can throw sixty seven percent. Like, no. If you're a fifty eight dude, you're a fifty eight dude. You might get the sixty. Don't sign fifty eight dudes. <laughs> that's that's basically what I'm what I'm saying here. So yeah, if they want a backup quarterback, which they should go get, a good one, hell that's what you should pay for then it's an insurance policy at that point. Rest goes down. You need that insurance policy. You're yeah. all in on winning right now. Russell Wilson's contract, Russell Wilson's existence gives you your timeline of when you should win a championship. The next five years. No, not even just this five. <laughs> like when you drafted him and realized he's your starter, boom, yeah. clock starts. True. Have a little, what's little hourglass. Turn it upside down. You have until Russell Wilson is off the roster. Then you can start over. Yeah. That window has opened. So you need to go all in on it every year like they claim to do. And part of that means investing in a good insurance policy. For, go find you a Nick Foles. Don't give him $20 million, <laughs> but go go find him. <laughs> that is the only time it's a good allocation of resources to, like, spend big money on a on a dude, I think. Well, I, that's if fair. He's, if he's a backup. Okay. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, another Seahawks Man to Man podcast. I want to thank you for listening and asking questions. Be sure to follow us both on Twitter. Mike, where can they follow you? Well, okay, before you follow me on Twitter, just know that, like, I'm not, I don't have, like, a foot fetish. I just. <laughs> you had to clear it up? <laughs> yeah, because I just realized that. Just, I don't want nobody's takeaway to be For about like two feet. minutes, we had a foot segment. Yeah, see, no, <laughs> I don't have, like, a foot fetish. I just. <laughs> damn it. No, do go on Twitter. Damn it. <laughs> but you can follow me on Twitter at ckidd 206 Be sure if you are a new listener and you enjoy it because we see the love. Thank you guys so much. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend. Spread the word. Other than that, we'll catch you guys in a few days. I just like clean feet. Okay, <laughs> we're out.